0: What if your body was a gift and contribution to your life and not something that you've been stuck with? What if your body could change quickly and easily? Right Body For You will inspire you and show you a different way of creating the body and the life you truly desire. Now here's your host, Danielle.
1: And welcome to Right Body For You. How are you all? I know it's been a week and yet it feels like forever. Since I've been with you guys, I've missed you all so much. True story though, actually, doing this show with you each week is one of my favorite things to do in the world. (coughs) Second only to facilitating Right Body for You workshops where I get to see in person and play with you in your body, um, which is what actually inspired today's topic is travel tips for you and your body. Because as most of you probably know, I get to facilitate these Right Body for You workshops all over the world. And in the Right Body for You workshops, much like the radio show, I get to introduce you to tools. I get to introduce you to your body. Yes, folks, you heard me right. Sometimes people even need to hear hello this is your body welcome it's not out to get you uh so we we change points of view around judgment around money around uh words and language and around family uh, around eating uh communication with your body and everything in between so we we tend to have a good time with this and it's the basis of the radio show the book And like I said, I get to do this all over the world. And it's really been interesting to uh, travel all these places with my body. Yes, I know, crazy that I'm traveling all these places with my body. But what's interesting is I've often noticed how many people don't actually take their body into consideration when they're traveling uh it's getting from point A to point B, and really that's the only thing that matters. And, you know, when I first started traveling, before Access Consciousness, I hadn't actually done a lot of traveling. I, you know, yes, in the the road trips and, and that, but past that I hadn't really done any international traveling. I hadn't really um, gone on extended journeys. I hadn't been to Europe at all. I had been to Mexico and Canada pretty much just because they were attached to North America where I was living in the United States. And so it's really been a gift that when I started doing all this traveling, I had the tools of Access Consciousness. I had the tools of Right Body for You because I was able to really shift and change a lot of things. And this is what I want to share with you today are some of the things that I have discovered over the years of traveling uh to do, interestingly enough, body classes. Because, <coughs> excuse me, when I first started traveling, I bought into everybody else's point of view. Okay? It's like, oh, you know, the long flights are hard on your body. So, of course, what did I create? Long flights are hard on my body. Um And, you know, oh, when you are changing time zones like you're going to Europe when you're and you're changing time zones, you get jet jet lagged and it's hard for your body to keep up. Um also, oh heaven forbid, you know, I go to Australia or New Zealand and cross that equator and then everything's just backwards and then, you know, better better schedule some time when uh you get there to be able to do recovery before you can facilitate the classes. And on and on and on and on. So, when I first started uh, traveling, this is my point of view. And why was it my point of view? Because it was everybody else's point of view. Everything I just said, you guys have heard. I know I may not have had a conversation with this with you, but I'm fairly confident this is what you've heard because it is the predominant um, point of view. It's the predominant, pre- predominant, whoo! Good thing I don't talk for a little today, folks, right? It is the predominant uh, theory out there and the way, that it's just the way it is. This is just the way it is. So what was interesting is in a world in life that I had created where asking questions was paramount, asking questions was one of the things that I did constantly, it was interesting to discover a place that honestly I didn't ask a question with. Um, I, I came up against something new. For me, it was, you know, international traveling, long distance flights, different cultures, things like that. So for me, it was, um, new. And so what was interesting is I defaulted to the way other people did it because it must have worked for them so it would also work for me. Until it didn't work for me, and I went, wait a minute. There's got to be something else possible here. There's got to be something else possible here when traveling internationally, traveling as much as I do. And let me tell you, there is. And what's exciting is now I can travel internationally. I can travel to Australia, New Zealand. I can go to London, which I go to London in two weeks from today, folks, for the Right Body for You workshop in London. I can't wait one of my favorite places in the world. And I don't have jet lag. I don't have any problems. Um, I mean, yes, don't get me wrong. If I've been up for 36 hours, if I didn't get any sleep on the plane, I want a nap. That's just kind of the way my body functions. But there's a difference in I'm tired, I would like a nap because I've been up for 36 hours, or I am jet lagged. So first I would suggest is Destroying and uncreating, anywhere you have defined and concluded that jet lag is inescapable, unavoidable, and one of the results of traveling internationally. Okay? So <clears throat> if you know the access verbal processing, right, wrong, good, bad, but apocryphalist, boys, and beyond. And if you don't, don't worry about it. You can go to com and learn more about it. We could also go, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to buy that anymore. I'm going to shift and change that. Cool. All right. So with that being said, I started asking my body. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. Do I have to have jet lag? I'm like, body, do you have to have jet lag? And it was like, no. I'm like, oh, so we can like travel to London in two weeks and not have jet lag when we get there And my body was like, yep, no problem. I'm like, really? So I didn't ask any more questions because I'm cute and bright that way sometimes. Because I'll let you in on a little secret. You can ask more than one question. It's allowed. Okay? So I didn't ask a question. And I forced myself to not have jet lag. You ever do that? I have decided this is so, whatever it is, fill in the blank. I have decided this is so. So I'm going to put so much force into making sure that that is the result that I forgot that is actually possible to have ease with some of these things. No, no, no. I'm going to force it into existence. And then what was interesting is I may not have had jet lag the first trip, but I definitely had force lag or whatever you want to call it, but I, I expended so much energy and Forcing myself to do this in my body because I didn't ask a question like, <clears throat> "Okay, body, if jet lag isn't real, what would it take to nurture you while we're traveling?" And this is where a lot of these tips came from was a conversation with my body about traveling, what it would like, what it what uh, it requires, and what would create ease for it, because um, you know there is your body is is affected by the travel. Um I'm not saying it's affected in a bad way or it's not <clears throat> a good thing or a bad thing it's just you really do have to acknowledge that sitting on a plane involves your body. Sitting on a train involves your body. Uh your your body is enjoys movement and so when you don't move it for a while you know what that affects your body. So, I'm not saying, oh, just ignore your body. I'm actually saying quite the opposite. I'm saying, please include your body quite dynamically in this travel. Um, cause trust me, evidence of proof, I do it all the time that, um, things will be better and easier for your body if you, if you use some of these. And these are just things that I have found that work. What else, you know, works for you? Okay. So, one of the first things I would suggest doing is kind of a little game I play with myself. I don't know if it actually does anything, but it gives me the giggles, so it kind of makes me happy. One of the first things I do when I get onto a new flight, like when I go to London in two weeks for the right body for you, what I will do is the second the plane takes off. So, you know, my phone's in airplane mode, and the second the plane takes off, excuse me, I will switch my phone to the time zone of where I'm landing. So the second the plane takes off, I put myself, my body, and my phone into London time, okay? It seems like a little bit of a thing, but what's interesting is it's almost as easy into the next time zone, okay? You, um, instead of land. And then, oh my gosh, I just lost eight hours of time. It's like, nope, you've been in this time zone for ten hours, or you know, however long the flight is. And so, I kind of set me and my body and my life to that new time zone the second we take off on the plane. Because for me, I look at that and I'm like, hey, you know what? I the next place I land, I might as well start being there now. And what's interesting is just that little bit has actually really facilitated me in some things. Um, to the fact of it doesn't surprise me. It, it sets, you know, there's some mental to it. There's some energetic to it. Because <clears throat> if I look at the phone and I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's 2 a.m. Maybe I should see if I can get some sleep instead of, oh, my gosh, it is only, I'm doing math, only 10. No, it's only 8. Sorry. Hi, math this morning. Another eight-hour difference. It would be eight o'clock, right? Instead of going eight and going, oh, my gosh, I need to force myself to go to sleep right now. It's like, oh, it's 2 a.m. Maybe I'll go to sleep right now. And so, like I said, there's some mental, there's some playful with it. um, But just that has actually really facilitated me. One of the other things I highly suggest, and, again, some of these are fairly obvious. Um, In the next segments we'll get into more that um, might surprise you. But one of them I'm going to say is, get up, move around. You guys have heard this, and but you guys have heard this for, oh, you need to make sure your blood still circulates. You need to make sure, you know, for clots or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Those are some pretty, you know, maybe true but negative, I have to do this because I'm afraid of having a blood clot. That's not what I'm talking about. Your body likes to move, plain and simple. Your body likes to move. So even though you may be on a plane for a number of hours or on a train for a number of hours, get up and move. I do I'll do some arm stretches, I'll get up. This is one of the reasons I like aisle seats, honestly. Uh because I like getting up and wandering around. Um I will go to the restroom. I will go up and down the aisles just because my body actually likes to move. And so I'm assisting my body with that. And here's the other side of that moving your body that you may not realize. The more you allow your body to move like that at times, the more your body can actually relax when you're sitting down. One of the greatest things for people to be fidgety and not able to settle down when they're in a seat is because they're trying to not move. And they need to move um, so when you allow yourself to move, even if it's just up and down the aisles, you can actually you and your body relax more during the remainder of the flight. Okay? So these are just the first two. When I was going through and doing all these tips, I ended up with about fifteen, sixteen. Um and those two, by the way, weren't even on there. I just thought of those as we were <laughs> we were talking. Um and so we have quite a few. We'll see how many we can get through today. Um, But do start looking at those two, okay? Because we're going to take a break, and when we come back, like I said, we're going to get to some of those tips, see how many we can get through, what reads, what do you guys need to hear. And so, yeah, and I hope that some of you can actually use them to join me in Europe next week. You guys, I'm so excited. Besides London, I'm also doing a Right Buddy for You class in Vienna, I've never been to Vienna. I am so excited. And it's one of those classes that will be translated. So I'll speak in English, and then I have a translator who's doing it into German. And I've never been translated into German. Well, I take that back. What's the person sitting next to me? Um, I did a big class one time with a like 11 translators at a time, and one of them was German. But I've never done a class, a full class workshop in German. So that'll be a lot of fun and the Right Body For You workshop in London is also being live streamed. So if you can't join us in person and use these tips, hopefully you can join us um, on live stream. It's a, it's a fun thing, I'll talk more about that when we come back from the break. All right, this is Danielle, this is Right Body For You on AdaZen.fm and we'll be right back.
0: What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body For You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body For You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body For You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain and 11 a.m. Pacific on AtoZen.fm.
2: What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities, and it's not about finding the answer, it's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to BeingYouClass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. BeingYouClass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? BeingYouClass.com This is Right Body for You
0: with Danielle. To participate in the program today, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 or Canada 613-800-8763. Or UK four four three three zero 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 one zero six two five. You can Skype us at a to fm, or if you'd like to email a question, please send it to Danielle at accessconsciousness dot com. Now back to the program.
1: And welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host Danielle, and today we're talking about tips and tricks for. Easy travel, so that you and your body can arrive alive, possibly even refreshed, and at least able to function. And all of these tips and tricks um, are—they are inspired by the fact that I travel a lot. Um, Honestly, between you, me, and the fence post, I probably wouldn't have an apartment if I didn't have a cat or two that actually likes a place to live because I travel so much. It's it's almost like why have an apartment, but I love it. See, there is the big difference. I love that. I do all this traveling. I love being able to facilitate these classes. I love to be able to play with all of you and share these tools. Um, My next trip is in two weeks from today or two weeks from yesterday. I think it was two weeks from yesterday and I'll be going to first London, for a two-and-a-half-day Right Body for You workshop. And then I go to Vienna for the first time um, for a two-and-a-half-day Right Body for You workshop there. If you want to know more about that, please check it out, donielle.com And you can read up all about it, watch a video about what the heck is Right Body for You, um, which, by the way, Right Body for You is the radio show you're listening to. Right Body for You is the book. Right Body for You is the book club. Right Body for You is the workshop that I get to do that I travel all over the world for, helping people be introduced to their bodies, helping people to uh, get out of judgment of them, out of judgment of their bodies. Be happy. I know it's shocking and it's scary, but it's true. Um, What if you could be happy uh, no matter what your life looked like, honestly. What if you could have ease with it all? And what if you could make money along the way? What if you could enjoy your body? What if you could become uber aware? And what if you could know everything? Anybody else want to know everything? I do. It's one of the things that keeps me searching. It's one of the things that keeps me asking questions is I do like to know things. I used to be made wrong for it, and Mm -hmm. now it's encouraged. I'm extremely excited about that. Okay. So inspired by my almost constant travel, um, I have some little tips and tricks to create ease for you and your body while traveling. Okay. Some of these um, are good for long distance. Some are short distance. Some are just if you're going anywhere at all, it's a good idea. Okay. Um gave a couple in the first segment. And then from here, one of my things is I always have a bottle of water with me, okay? Um, again, I know some of these sound simplistic, but we're talking about when you're traveling with your body, you're trying to create something that is not stressful, an environment that's not stressful. Um, the ability to uh, to land, to get to your wherever you're going, while being still able to function. I know a lot of people will travel. They'll get there and they'll be like, "I don't know what's going on. I am just a walking zombie right now. I am so jet lagged." So one of the first things we did was to start on create anywhere that you have um, bought the point of view that jet lag is a for sure, or that your body is destroyed while traveling. Okay, so. Do you have water, okay? Um, here's the thing for me. I My body enjoys water. My body becomes dehydrated, uh, especially in planes. I don't know about you, but there's something with the air of the plane that I get dehydrated with. And I can't tell you how many times I've been grateful as I've been going through a layover in a foreign country where I might not have the currency or whatever. If I already have that bottle of water, then it is easier for my body, okay? Um, and so have that bottle of water. It creates ease for your body. And what's interesting is a lot of these tips are also about you have ease in your body, you have no stress, and, sorry, what it, part of the blah, 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 blah. Sometimes when I talk, try to send, talk about a million things at once, it kind of sounds like gibberish. Let me say this sentence again. A lot of these tips are to create an environment of no stress for you and your body, okay? And so honestly, having a bottle of water is one of those things. Whether you drink it or not, when you have it, you have the choice. And that's the thing with this is you have the choice. If your body needs it, requires it, it's there. Instead of going searching. Um, the number of times I've been able to like hand a friend of mine, I'm traveling with a bowl of water. And they're like, "Oh my gosh, thank you!" And the universe lightens up. This is what I'm talking about. This is where it comes from. So you have that water with you. I highly suggest it. Or if there's something else that your body requires, have that with you. Okay. Some people carry nuts or little things like that. Just something that is um, that might nourish you, and your body should require. Okay. Um, and this next one, I know. Some of these sound funny, but trust me, are your clothes comfortable okay and including your shoes um and it's not only it's not only um, that you don't want to like wear going wearing your sweats or anything if that's comfortable for you, sure, but here's the thing if I were walk onto a plane wearing sweats, I feel uncomfortable. My body may be comfortable, but me, I'm uncomfortable wearing sweats in public like that on a plane. And so I would be uncomfortable, which makes my body uncomfortable, okay? So it's not just wearing comfortable clothes. It's wearing clothes that are comfortable for you and your body, okay? Oftentimes, I'll travel in skirts a lot because that's fun for my body. Um, My body loves wearing boots but not on a plane because it's harder to take off and blah 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 blah, so we wear different shoes, so you wanna find clothes that are comfortable for both you and your body, and don't just default, oh, well, you know of course, sweats are comfortable, so I'm going to wear sweats, well, not if it makes you uncomfortable, okay, because then that affects your body as well, so you wanna look at um what would make your what would make uh you and your body comfortable, okay um If you're doing public transportation, meaning anything else than your own car, ask your body where it wants to sit, okay? I do that all the time when I'm doing um, uh, buying plane tickets and such. I ask my body, body, where would you like to sit? And sometimes it actually surprises me. But your body has a future awareness of what the seats are like, what the people around it were like. And so you really want to ask your body where it wants to sit because who sits on the plane, the train, automobile, you or your body? You sit, right? So why not ask it where it would like to, what input it has, okay? Um, And then one of the next ones is um, communicate with your car, bike, feet, et cetera, everything you're using, okay? And what I mean by this is, I know it sounds funny, but when I get on a plane, I kind of introduce myself to the seat, and I'm like, hello, seat, how are you? I'll be sitting in you for the next one and a half to 17 hours. And yes, folks, I did a 17-hour flight once from the, on the way back from Mumbai, India, where I was doing a Red by Few workshop. It's a longer flight, let me tell you. 17 hours? That's an interesting thing. Um and so whether it is whether it's a train, a plane, whatever it is, I acknowledge that the I acknowledge the contribution that the seat is to me. Um and in that, interestingly enough, it tends to get more comfortable. Okay? And if you know the verbal processing, you can also podpock any projections, expectations, or judgments that other people may have put on to the seat about the comfortableness, not comfortableness, and all of that kind of stuff. This trip, I actually picked up from horseback riding. You know, I was horseback riding for um, the first time in many years at one of the Access Consciousness seven-day classes. And one of the first things they suggested we do with the horse is podpoc, which is the verbal processing, any projections onto the horse of you're stupid, you're too fast, you're too slow, anything like that. So I took it a step further as I do, and it's like, well, what if I did that to the seats? that I'm traveling with, whether it be a plane or a train or whatever it is. And so I kind of pod pocket and I kind of um, allow, I I acknowledge it, I'm grateful for it, and I I allow it to be the contribution. And so when it does that, it's – because everything has a consciousness, and so when I acknowledge it, it gets more comfortable. And what's interesting is then my body gets more comfortable. You see where this is going? Okay. It's really interesting, yes, I know it sounds silly, but just acknowledging the contribution that the seat is being to you can actually change it, make it softer, um make it more comfortable, maybe somehow your lower back feels more comfortable all of a sudden. The seat belt doesn't feel quite as
3: restrictive or
1: you know whatever it is. It's really interesting to um see the differences in a quote-unquote inanimate object when um, you acknowledge the contribution that it be, okay? Um, we're going to take another quick little break. Wow, can't believe we're there already. And when we come back, we have, oh, we have a lot more <laughs> tips and tricks for easy travel, all right? This is Danielle. This is Right Body for You. We're on FM, and we'll be right back.
0: What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body For You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week, you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on A AtoZen.fm.
1: And welcome back to Right Body for You. I am your host, Danielle. Today we're talking about tips and tricks for for easy travel so you and your body can arrive alive and possibly even functioning. Um, and all of these are inspired by my constant travel, which I love. Don't get me wrong. How many people get to say they had to get a new passport because theirs were full? That's me, folks. My passport was full, so I had to get a new one before it expired, which, you know what, that just still kind of makes me giggle because it's so fun. I had a full passport because I do so much traveling, and I love it. And m- most of that travel is for facilitating Right Body few Workshops, like the one coming up in London and Vienna. Uh, London is one of my favorite cities in the world. I can't wait to be there again. And Vienna, I've never been there, but I think I already love it. I am so excited to uh, be journeying there. And what do I get to do? I get to facilitate these amazing Right Body for You workshops, you guys. You know, if you enjoy the radio show, imagine what two and a half days of this. And then you get to ask more personal questions. We get to real, the depth of what is going on individually for you as well. And it is, it is, for me, absolutely, absolutely intoxicating to the point of fun and it's fun to see people change. We talk about um, obviously your body. But your body also in regards to food, uh, in regards to pain, earth, money, um, the words and languaging and the energy behind it. Um, yes, even sex comes up sometimes. Well, the conversation about sex. Interesting. Um, <laughs> but whatever is, it's really interesting the things that come up in these Right Body for You workshops. And I get to be there and work with you guys, and I just love it. So I hope you guys check it out. Um, you can learn more at com. But if you love the show, I'm telling you, you're going to love the workshops. They are so uber fun. Um, the next one is London, November 18th, I think. I might be saying this wrong. Let me double check here. It's November uh all right, November 18th, 19th, 20th, and then in Vienna, the 25th, 26th, 27th. I can't wait. It's going to be so fun. I hope you can join me. All right, so inspired by all of these travel, um, today we're talking about tips and tricks for easy travel. What if traveling could actually be easy? What if you could enjoy it, not just for the destination, but what if you could actually enjoy the journey itself as well, right? So here we are, some of the things that I do to um, create that environment of no stress, create that environment of enjoying, create that environment of nurturing my body, okay? So one of the other things I highly recommend is maintain your awareness, okay? And I don't mean awareness as in I'm awake, I'm alert, I'm on guard. Um, Because when you're on guard, you're constantly looking for something to be wrong, for someone to come get you, which actually creates stress in you and your body, okay What I'm saying is just maintain your awareness, okay, This is one of the most important things while traveling um, and it's not just about the boogeyman's going to come get you, or things want you know somebody might run off with your purse or luggage. It's also um that I can't tell you the number of times I've been running through an airport in a country where I don't know the language and then the signs are in a different language. Right. But when I have my awareness on, I'm like, where's baggage claim? Where's my next gate? And I with using my awareness have been able to travel through all these places with relative ease. It's really been amazing where if you have your awareness on, you'll be like, I feel like I'm going the wrong direction. Oh yes. The gate's over here. Or, Where's the toilet? (laughs) You know, sometimes that's one of the most important uh, questions, right? Where's the toilet? Um, And so you go that direction. So when you have that, your awareness, you maintain your awareness, it's not just about being awake because sometimes you need to sleep. It's not just about I'm looking up for those people who want to stab and murder me or steal my bags or whatever it is. It's not that. It's just being aware of your environment and everything that is going on. Okay, so maintain your awareness. Gives you that, that sense of safety, uh, security, okay? And this next one, you guys, I know, sounds silly. It's going to sound silly, but trust me, uber important. Because, again, we're creating a, a place of ease, a a place of ease, an environment of ease. As, you know, it's like you travel in your own little pot of ease. As you're bumping into people and they're like, they're stressed, and you're like, I'm ease. Also, one of these is do you have your phone charger, okay? I always have my phone and my iPad charger in my purse with me, not even like, oh, it's in my computer bag somewhere. I actually take my phone charger out and have it in my purse, have it to where I can plug into the wall. And if I'm in a different country, I have um, the adapter, okay, because – One thing I have noticed, whether it be me or other people, one thing that stresses people out the most in this quote-unquote modern day is to have no charge on their phone. Um, The number of people have been like, oh my gosh, my phone's dying, I can't make the call, or I don't know where to go, I can't... uh," They have this stress to them. And so if you have your charger and you have the ability to plug it into a wall, and I, for one, don't actually miss an opportunity to charge my phone, like, you know, some people will be like, oh, I'm at 50%, I'm fine. I'm like, hey, I'm at 50%, it's really easy here, I'm going to charge, oh, look, I got it to 80% before I go. When I have that awareness of maintaining that, it's my connection, it's my ability to make changes, it's ability to communicate. It's really easy, it's really interesting the ease that it creates when you have that So in this quote-unquote modern time, folks, have your charger with you and have the ability to plug it into um, an outlet somewhere because trust me, it will help, okay? Um, All right, so next is, oh, yes, one of my favorites, okay? What energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the space and ease of who does this belong to, you truly me, okay? Okay. Why I bring this one up is, have you ever noticed how, like we talked at the beginning of the call, a lot of people think that traveling has to be stressful. So what do they create? Stress. They create being late. They create being lost. They create a bunch of things that, you know what, doesn't have to belong to you, Um the number of times I've been like, oh, my gosh, I'm so tense. and I'm like, why am I tense? Who does this belong to? Hell, yeah, it's not mine. So if you guys haven't heard one of my shows on who does it belong to, I highly suggest it because 98% of your thoughts, feelings, and emotions don't belong to you, and 50 to 100% of what's going on for your body also does not belong to you. So if you're – one of the things about these tips and tricks for easy travel is creating an environment of ease and no stress, Right. Well, how many people are actually getting ease and no stress while traveling? Not very many. And so this is why you want to be that energy of who does this belong to? And I'm not just talking about constantly being like, who does it belong to? Who does it belong to? Who does it belong to? This is why I'm this a process. What energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body be to be the space and ease of who does this belong to so that you just are constantly that? Um, so as other people are freaking out, you're like, oh, that's interesting. Um and with that, combined with seeing something like the awareness is really interesting. One time I was coming back from Florida. I know, such so far away from Utah where I live. Um, I was coming back from Florida and the flight was delayed. The flight was delayed. And then they're like, oh, um, the flights, we're looking at just canceling this flight. And so what we're going to do is we're going to start rebooking everybody And so all of a sudden, the energy just went, everybody was tense and stressed, and they ran up to the counter, this four-counter girl, right? They ran up to the counter and created this line of like 20, 30 people. And what was interesting is, as you got into the line longer, or later in the line, and so the line was longer, they were stressed about not being able to get a flight, a seat, whatever, freaking out. So what did I do? I'm like, who does this belong to? Okay, if I wasn't stressed, if I wasn't buying into all of their panic and paranoia, what would I be aware of? What could I do? I started asking questions. And then what was interesting is around this really long line of people, I kind of leaned back and saw about halfway down the aisle, there was a United Customer Service queue that was empty. I went, huh. And so instead of getting in the line of 30 people and gaining you know, each moment as we go, I went over to the service queue and by that time there's, you know, two other people there. Like, hmm, a line of two people, a line of 30 and growing people. Okay. So I stood in that line and it was easy and I got my flight and it was, it was really nice. So that who's it belong to? Panic's not yours. Stress isn't yours. Maintaining your awareness. You get to see other possibilities instead of going with that insanity flow. You are able to see um, what else might be possible for that, okay? So when you want to be the energy of who's you belong to, as well as maintaining your awareness, because trust me, it helps, okay? I know I'm saying that a lot in this segment or in this call, but trust me, it helps. <laughs> These are tried and true. These aren't things like, oh, I heard somewhere down the grapevine that that kind of might be cool.
3: Nope.
1: I've done them personally, I've done them. I do them. I will be doing them in two weeks. Um, I did them when I came back from New Orleans two days ago. Um, as I go around New Orleans, because a lot of these could also work for just you know as you're traveling around to different cities. So um, I hope you I hope you um, do listen and and try to implement some of them
3: because
1: um, it might create a change. Okay. All right. So we're going to take our next little break. This is Danielle. This is Right Body For You. We are on a zenfm and we'll be right back.
0: What if your body could be an ease and not a burden? What would life be like if you could enjoy your body? What if changing your body was easier than we've been taught? And what if it's not about the latest fad? Join Danielle each week on Right Body For You as she explores what bodies are and the ease of change that's possible. Each week, you will receive inspirational stories of those who've used the Right Body for You energetic tools to change their body and the tools that they used, tools that you can begin to use immediately. Listen for Right Body for You every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on 80zen.fm.
3: Check out the new ringtones from Access Consciousness.
2: What is possible? What is possible? Smoking hot.
0: Smoking
3: hot. (laughs) And everyone's favorite... Take a pass. Take a pass. Download the latest and hottest accessory. Go to accessconsciousness.com forward slash ringtones for all the details on how to download to your iPhone today.
0: This is Right Body for You with Danielle.
1: Welcome back to Right Body For You. Today we're talking about tips for easy travel that is inspired by my constant travel for facilitating Right Body For You workshops all over the world, like the one in two weeks in London and Vienna. I, if you guys haven't guessed this, I am excited. I am super, super, uber, uber excited to be going back to London, ah, London. and then Vienna for the first time ever, and to facilitate people and their bodies to be happy, to enjoy their body, to change their body, to not judge them, to not judge their bodies, to learn how to communicate with it, to eat with it, to make money with it, to um heal it, to have not have pain, and uh, just some of the highlights. So I hope you can join us there because I'll be there and I will have traveled there using these tips. Okay? So here we go. Here are some of the other ones, right quick. Have the information of where you're going in two places. Okay, um, A lot of people go, oh, I have the email on my phone and it'll be fine. But what if for some reason you don't have that ability or then to get to your email? I've done that. I've got off the plane. My phone's not getting signal very well. Hasn't kicked in a different um, country, whatever it is. And so what I would actually do is, besides, some people do the paper one and that works um, for them. What I also do is I take a picture of my confirmation email, my hotel reservation, whatever it is. So I have the address of wherever it is I'm going. So I have a picture of it as well as the email. Um, Because even if you don't have cellular service, if you have a picture of it, usually you can access your pictures. Um, And if your phone is charged, like one of the other things I was suggesting, um, then... uh, you can access your pictures no matter what. So that makes it really easy, okay? Again, remember, this is about creating a no-stress-easy environment for you and your body. And so suggestions like this is just that. Have the information of where you're going in two places, not just one. Because, oh, crap, what happens if you don't have that one piece of information, right? And Or if you lose it. And one of the things I like about having the picture of it is it's easy to show that to the cab driver. Because I don't know about you, but the number of times I've gotten into a cab and I don't even know how to pronounce the name of the street that we're going to, I can show it to the cab driver. Um, So please look at that. Have what you need in two different locations. Okay? Um, And so some of the other ones, ask your body what it wants to eat. I know you guys have heard me say this, um, but... Don't eat airplane food just because it's there. The number of times I have seen people get sick on airplane food because they go, well, it's just nothing else there. If you know your body has a penchant for not liking the airplane food, well, bring something on. Um, don't go, well, I paid for it. It's part of my ticket, and by dang, I'm going to eat it. I've seen people get sick that way. Okay, So if you're, it's not going to work for you and your body, and you kind of know that, um, bring something on, okay, honestly, just bring something on, and one of my other favorite suggestions is um, talk to your possessions, okay, I know a lot of people get uber scared or uber concerned about what if I what if I lose something? What if I leave something behind? What if I get stolen from or you know, and all that kind of stuff. So they get they get they get scared, they get nervous, they put put themselves on alert and you know, as we talked about earlier, putting yourself on alert creates that stress, right? Well, when you talk to your possessions, ask them to watch themselves. Ask them to talk to you and they will. Okay? They'll tell you if you're leaving them behind or if somebody else is like coveting them and going Ooh, I like that purse. I bet that purse would look good with me. Um, you become aware of this. The number of times I have like got up to go somewhere else and something sitting on the chair like going, "Hello, Danielle, remember me?" I'm like, "Oh, yes," yeah. you know. And it's so it's constantly talking to me. What my possessions are constantly talking to me, saying we're okay, we're good, all chill, we're here, um, or please move me. I even had it tell me to move it because it was going to get spilled. Um, I had the – somebody had a drink on the little hand rest between the two seats, my seat and another seat, and when they wanted to get up and go to the bathroom, my phone was on my seat and because I was on the aisle, and as I stood up, I went, I really, my phone's like, pick me up, pick me up, pick me up. And I'm like, why would I be holding my phone? But I'm like, okay. So I pick up my phone, and as the Guy gets out of the seat, he knocks the phone over into my, or sorry, he knocks the glass of water into my seat. If my phone had been there, it would have been drenched in water. And we all know how good water and phones go together, right, folks? Um, and so when you're, when you ask your possessions to talk to you and you're willing to have the awareness and listen to it, It not only tells you if it's, like, going to get stolen or getting left behind, but it's going to go, I'm going to get wet, move me, I'm going to get wet, move me, I'm going to get wet, move me, okay? So please talk to your possessions. They will talk to you back. And then that way it helps to create that environment of ease, create that environment of no stress. And remember, stress doesn't have to belong to you. Remember that one about... being an uh, energy, space, and consciousness of ease. And it who does it belong to? Just because other people are stressed, frantic, and crazy doesn't mean you have to be stressed, frantic, and crazy. I Using these tips, you guys, I actually enjoy traveling. Um, for me, it's kind of become some my downtime. Um, I watch some movies. I do some work. Um, but... I have this ease with it now where it's enjoyable. Instead of like, oh, I can't believe I'm on a plane again. It's like, oh, I'm on a plane now. Okay. And then I go from there. And what's fun is utilizing these tips and tricks, I get to where I'm going and I'm sane. (laughs) I'm able to function. I'm able to think. I'm able to be aware of things, which, you know, oftentimes when you're going somewhere for a new, first time to like a new country or even just a new airport, um, that ability to be aware and function comes in handy. I know it's silly to say that, but you know, it really is. So I hope you guys listen to the show again, listen to some of these tools, um, that you could, I have shared with you about easy travel. Like I said, they're tried and true. There's not rumor. This is what I do every time I travel and everywhere you think it's like, oh my gosh, it's so much. It's, it's really not. When you create that ease of travel, that no stress zone around you, things become so much, so much nicer and so much easier. And then you can have fun. And one other thing, and this is kind of my sense of humor, it freaks people out when you're not stressed and you're smiling and alone in and in, in like in an airport, which for me is just fun. Well, I'll be sitting there and I'll just be smiling and happy, and they're like. You're not freaked out. What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? So freaking people out just kind of, you know, makes me giggle a little bit away because, hey, you know what? They're going to be freaked out. There's nothing I can do about it. So you can smile, freak them out. Um, so I hope you enjoyed this. And please do consider joining me in London or Vienna for the Right Body for You workshops in November. We're going to have fun. And remember, use the tips and tricks to get there or, if you can't use the ticks and trips to get there, um, the London class is being live streamed, and live stream is really amazing because it's very interactive it 's not like you sit there and you be a voyeur of the class. Um, you can actually ask questions like with your mouth over the video, not just in type um, so it's a very interactive process. We see you they you see us um, you ask questions, and so please don't think you're going to be left out. It's not a voyeur situation. You are in the class. You are involved. So if you can't get you and your sweet little bodies to London or Vienna, I hope you can join us um, via live stream. You can go to donielle.com D-O-N-N-I-E-L-L-E, to learn more about that, to register. Um, and if you have any questions, you can email me at donyelle at accessconsciousness.com. And I hope you enjoyed all these tips. Trust me, it's taken me seven years to put these together. Hope you have a fun week, a happy week. Be back next week. And until then, I hope you guys have a lot of fun because you know what? I will be. Have fun. Thanks, guys.
0: Thank you for listening to Right Body For You. Danielle will return next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain and 11 a.m. Pacific on a tozen.fm. We hope you and your body will join us.